Hi, I'm Lynn Walker, Immigration Partner at Minor and Landis, here with this week's Lightning Round Q&A, a chance for you to ask us your pressing employment and family-based immigration questions. This week, we received some really interesting questions about expediting benefits with the U.S. Embassy and USCIS. Now, this is really important because there is such a backlog in terms of getting um, appointments and approvals from both the U.S. Embassy and USCIS. Some of it has to do with COVID, as we previously discussed in other articles, but this is really impacting a lot of individuals. So we wanted to share some helpful tips that we have learned along the way when submitting expedite requests on behalf of our clients and the things that we have found to work. So the first question we received was, when I tried to schedule an L1A visa appointment with the US Embassy in India, the earliest appointment date available is sometime in November, 2022. What can I do to obtain an earlier visa appointment? Well, this is problematic. So as we've previously discussed, as a result of the COVID-19 pandemic, we're seeing extensive delays in securing visa appointments worldwide. For this reason, we've been advising our clients to avoid traveling abroad if at all possible, especially where they will need to apply for a new visa to return to the U.S. We understand, however, that there are often emergent personal, family, or business-related reasons why an individual must travel abroad. So if you have to travel abroad and you do require a new visa to return to the U.S., we have a couple of suggestions. First, review your local U.S. Embassy's website to see if you qualify for a visa interview waiver or to renew your visa through a Dropbox facility. If neither of these apply to you, then you must schedule the earliest visa appointment available, even if it's in November, 2022. Once you schedule the visa appointment, you can usually log in to the visa application system and request an emergency appointment. It's important to remember that emergency appointments are granted on a case-by-case -case basis and are available for life or death emergencies or urgent business need. Now at Minor and Landis, we have been successful in securing emergency appointments for our clients based on urgent business need, which may include substantiated loss of significant revenues for a US employer or the performance of work that is in the national interest to the US. It is important that you document this in a letter from your US employer. And the letter must be detailed. So it's not enough for the employer to simply state, we're going to lose business or we're going to lose jobs. The employer has to provide specific data points showing how much revenue or how many jobs will be lost. So the second question we received was, I applied for my employment authorization document and my advanced parole travel document, which are also known as EADs and APs, in March 2021, but both applications are still pending. My last year of H-1B status expires on April 1st, 2022. 
if my EAD and AP are not approved, my employer is going to terminate my employment and I will lose my job and health insurance. What can I do? This is really unfortunate and scary for a lot of foreign nationals who face dire personal and financial consequences, including potential homelessness and food insecurity if they are not able to work. We're seeing a lot of these situations due to the historically long backlogs and delays at USCIS in processing benefits requests. So right now, for example, the Texas Service Center is taking anywhere from six and a half to 14 and a half months to process EAD applications, while the Nebraska Service Center is taking between 11 and a half and 14 and a half months to process EAD applications. There are several options to try to expedite your EAD and AP. For example, you and or your employer can submit an expedite request to USCIS. If you don't obtain a favorable response from USCIS, you also have the option of requesting assistance from your local senator or congressperson and through the USCIS Ombudsman's Office. Although the USCIS decision to expedite is discretionary, at Minor and Landis, we have had success with these requests. USCIS will consider an expedite request if it meets one or more of the following criteria or circumstances, which I'll read to you directly from the USCIS website. The first is severe financial loss to a company or person provided that the need for urgent action is not the result of the petitioner or applicant's failure to A, timely file the benefits request, or B, timely respond to a request for additional evidence. The second point is emergencies and urgent humanitarian need. The third point is nonprofit organization whose request is in the furtherance of cultural or social interests of the United States. The fourth is US government interests, such as a request on behalf of the Department of Defense or US Department of Labor, or clear USCIS error. Now, it's important to note that a foreign national's job loss may be sufficient to establish severe financial loss for a person, depending very much on the individual circumstances. So at Minor and Landis, we were recently successful in requesting an expedite on behalf of our client, where she was the sole wage earner in a household that included several minor US citizen children and where our client's inability to work would result in the loss of medical insurance during the COVID pandemic, homelessness because she couldn't pay her rent and food insecurity because she would lack the financial resources to feed herself and her minor children. We submitted that request to USCIS after USCIS initially denied our expedite request on behalf of her employer. After we submitted her personal request, USCIS granted her an expedited EAD. So that's all we have time for today. If we did not get to your question, or if you have an urgent immigration issue that you would like to discuss, please feel free to schedule a consultation with us. Finally, don't forget to message us on LinkedIn with any questions you would like us to answer next time. 
and to follow us for frequent updates on new rules and policies. Also, remember that all personal information is kept confidential at Minor Amandis, so the identity and personal details of those asking questions are never disclosed. Thanks again for listening. Disclaimer. The information contained herein is intended only for educational or informational purposes and is not a substitute for legal advice. Further, listening to this HR tip in no way establishes an attorney-client relationship between you and Minor and Landis LLP. Listeners should consult legal counsel for definitive advice regarding the current law and regulations and how those apply to your unique situation within your organization.